and if mental health was the only thing on the table, think about this. Mental health issues that impact about one in five people all across the world. And if you look at the developed nations all across the world, it's one in five. If you look at the number of gun deaths in those places versus here, it isn't even close. So when the other side says, we're going to solve this by putting more money into mental health, I'm going to say, yes, we'll take that money in mental health, but we also have to have universal background checks and we need to have extreme protection orders also. We, this is not just a mental health issue. Mental, mental health issues are, many people are, are, can be cured. Mental health is a disease, it's just like any other disease with the proper care uh, that can be resolved. So it is not just around that. The other side will, and you've heard our leader at the national level morph from um, universal background checks to deals dealing only with mental health. We're going to do both. We're going to, we want to have the great best mental health services we can possibly have in the state of Wisconsin, but we also have to take care of the issue of guns, and that's where we'll be. I want to begin by thanking Governor Evers for his tremendous leadership on this issue. Uh, so I was sitting over there at the table, and I saw the reference to buying guns online, and I said, well, I'm just, I'm just going to check this out. I'm just going to check this out. So I typed in armslist.com to see what, what's going on with armslist.com. And I first became familiar with armslist.com in 2012. That was when we had the triple shooting and suicide at the Azana Spa in Brookfield. And the reason it caught my attention so much then was, for me, it was the most tragic demonstration of how wrong our system is in terms of the gaps. Because what you hear always is, if they would just enforce the laws, if they would just enforce the laws, we wouldn't have any problems. Well, that's a case where the laws were enforced. It was a case where the woman felt that she was going to be a victim of domestic violence, and so she went to court. She went to circuit court here in Milwaukee County, and she got a restraining order against her estranged husband um, so that he could not have any contact with her. So the system worked. The system worked. She got the restraining order. That meant he could not go and purchase a gun at a registered gun dealer. But he knew what he could do. He could go to armless.com and he could arrange to privately purchase a gun. And that's exactly what he did. He contacted armless.com, met with someone, I think it was in Germantown, it was a McDonald's parking lot as I recall, and purchased this gun, and then went and killed his wife, her two coworkers, and then turned the gun on himself. So that's, that's when I first became familiar with them. And I'm not being disrespectful as I look at this, but I want to bring this up because I looked at it right now and I thought, well, what's, what's for sale right now on armslist.com today? And what came up, and I didn't, haven't fact-checked this or anything, but it said it went on sale at 12.19 p.m. today in Milwaukee. And it's not a gun, and I really wasn't sure what it was exactly, and I'm trying to... It says, Chinese 75RM AK drum. What it is, it's a device to hold 
75 bullets to hook up to an AK-47. Went on sale less than an hour ago here in Milwaukee. 75 bullets in this drum went on sale in this community, according to this, and we can check it, less than an hour ago. What in God's name are we as a society doing if we think that someone needs 75 bullets in a rapid shooting gun for self-defense to kill a deer? No. To kill people. To kill people standing outside a hotel in Las Vegas. Or to seek temple in Oak Creek. Or in a movie theater in Colorado. And we just stand by? That's the insanity of this. And, and I will tell you, I was discouraged. I was discouraged after the shooting in Connecticut when all the first graders were killed. Because I thought, oh my God, if, if the slaying of dozens of first graders does not, does not move Congress, nothing will. But in a, in a tragic way, the shooting in Florida was a shooting that gave me more hope because then it was juniors and seniors in high school. And first graders obviously can't mobilize, but juniors and seniors in high school can. And that's what we saw. And so many of us have been at this for a long time. Many of us will continue to be at this long time. But it's, it's having the young people engaged in this as well. Um, so I am, I am very thankful um, to, on the table to have this conversation. I'm th very thankful to our Office of Violence Prevention and Reggie Moore and the Blueprint for Peace for taking this to the streets of Milwaukee. I'm thankful to moms who demand action. We cannot in any way, in any way be discouraged because her people have suffered. Maria has suffered. She is still suffering because of what happened to Dodger. And there are others who are suffering. And, and we have an obligation, I believe. And again, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that my, my little three-minute analysis here of Craigslist.com is wrong. But I invite you to look at it and see, is this true? Right now in the city, is somebody advertising a 75-round drum to, to, to kill people? And there ain't nothing we can do about it. There's something wrong. And thank God we've got a governor that's willing to take this on. Um, because those who are opposed to this, they don't want to have a vote. They don't want this to come up. But putting it front and center and saying, okay, you tell the mothers that you don't want to do it. That's what leadership's all about. This was a multi-ethnic, multicultural, multi-religious, just an experience that we got a lot of people from different parts of the city and outside of the city together. And, and if anybody was missing here today, it would not be the same experience. Any one of us was missing here today, it would not be the same experience. With that said, we have work to do when we leave this, uh, when we leave this beautiful facility. And definitely, please, go patronize the business, tell your friends about it, let's support local, let's support, let's support the community. Um, when I think about the last breaths that, is, uh, that a person who is passing takes, and I've you know, I, I've been to mass tragedy site from the east coast to the west coast, north to south. I have seen urban violence, I've seen domestic violence, I've seen 
I've seen more violence than I think uh, a person should have to see. And oftentimes I recall a lot of things about that, but a lot of times the survivor, the person who is left, wonders about the last breaths. Right? They wonder about the last words. What was that like? How were they doing? How did they feel? And that's what haunts you. And from being in all these different experiences, I've noticed that each and every person, when they pass, they say a prayer. Each and every person that you have lost, that knows that they're about to take their last breath, takes the most purposeful prayer that they're ever going to say in their life. And, and this was the same for us at the Sick Temple. And oftentimes, we think that that purposeful prayer was about them and them praying for salvation or them, them praying for themselves and whatever we think is, as, as life, the next life. The truth is, they pray for us. They pray for us to act, to do something in their memory. So we, we have to attach that purpose to that prayer. And it's, it's upon us. It's our responsibility. We feel great that we've co-created this experience today. It doesn't stop today. It's, it's, it's like love. You don't fall in love. You commit to it. It's not an infatuatory love. It's a commitment to love. And that's, that's, that's a troublesome road. You have ups, you have downs. But you stay committed to this love. And this love is all about healing. And so that's what connects all of us. I will just say a small little prayer. And this prayer is a universal prayer. It's the only prayer I kind of know by heart. It's a sick prayer. It's called the Moon Mother. But it says basically that we are one. And we will return to that same one. Ekumkar satnam karta purk nirvo nirvah akal murat juni sebang gurprashad japad such jugad such happy such nanakosi be such. Thank you so much.